Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we leave the keys in the ignition of the film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm the Admiral, Pete Mummert. I'm Gerald Christopher St. Drogo of Sabur, patron saint of (laughs) those whom others find repulsive. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, man, they got somebody for for everything. (laughs) Um, and I'm Pete the Retailer. That, that's it. No, no. Uh, there's no real backstory to that. I don't have a. I'm not the retailer <laughs> we of. Don't, we don't find you repulsive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, didn't, I wasn't suggesting that, but now I'm worried. Lovely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like poetry. It rhymes. Right. <laughs> uh, well, welcome back to the show, Pete. Thank you. Thanks for. Uh, We're thanks glad for having to have me you back. here. Oh, I'm glad to be here. You are not only the uh, last of the Star Wars Minute hosts to be on this season, but you're also the last of the ABC Devo hosts to be on this season. All right. That's me, last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say we save the best for last. We'll leave it there. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the anchor. I'm in like a tug yeah, of war. Like the last guy is the important guy who prevents the <laughs> thing from falling right. apart. Also, I'm already confused because when you say, welcome back, Pete, I'm already like, whoa, whoa, did I fall asleep? Yeah. Oh, man, exactly. I, I've told you this before, but every time listening to your show drives me crazy sometimes. Like, <laughs> All right, Pete, so where? I'm like, wait, what? What? I'm on? What? I'm like, I don't know. I'm driving. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, we'll try to all keep our sanity today as we discuss minute 83 of Last Crusade, which begins with Alexi Sale ignoring Donovan's precious valuables and ends with Elsa telling Donovan that they have no time to lose. So Donovan says, precious valuables, your highness, donated by some of the finest families in all of Germany. And in the script, donated is even in in scare quotes. So I think it's pretty clear that these items have been confiscated from Jewish families. And I just just want to point out that if if we held any reservations that Donovan might just be using the Nazis for his own ends, I think we can put that to bed. I think Donovan is a bad guy. No exceptions. He's got the pin and everything. Yeah, in my notes that as I wrote it, I you know put exactly the same quotes around donated. I was like, yeah, I'm sure they're donated by uh, some of the finest. Right. Yeah, yeah. And they're not really presented as precious valuables anyway. They're like just in the suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Chunked together. Cardboard box. Yeah. Valuables on the side, like with like a moving real valuable U-Haul sticker. Yeah. (laughs) And Vogel doesn't even want to touch him. He like picks him up with his riding crop. He's like, I don't want to touch this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the st- the story's really kind of weird. The the little narrative that <laughs> Donovan implies here. It's like, so it sounds like there was some sort of march of dimes among the wealthy Germans, you know, <laughs> to all come together, you know, to bribe the highness of Hattay. You know, like they all got together, uh, you know, with like a a, a drive. You know, and be like, no, we need to get that Grail back. We need to bring the Grail back here. I mean, it's just a very implausible little setup or story well the nazis were unfortunately quite good with their euphemisms Hmm. 
But it's like, uh, I'm sure they had, I'm picturing like a radio, like a pledge drive for public radio. They're like, remember, like we're, we're matching all donations yeah. of gold and treasures right now. Uh, we, uh, our goal this hour is to get, uh, you know, 40 ingots. <laughs> that's kind of how it, that's how it comes ac- across like the finest families in germany got together <laughs> i like all yeah. the old-time telephones are ringing in the background right yeah. exactly before we get back to springtime for hitler we just want to remind, <laughs> remind you one more time why we're here there's a guy in the retinue here that has a bird of prey which i think is pretty cool oh what are you talking about Really? Oh, I I was hoping you wouldn't catch that. <laughs> Second fifteen. That was my big. That was one of my favorite favorite uh, little oh, tidbits of a this bird. movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, weird. What, did, you, did you think he had a, like a like a model of a Klingon warship? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he had some awesome T-shirt with like a Klingon bird of prey on it. <laughs> well, what? So, so Pete, what is it? I don't know. I can't. Quite tell- so is is he just like the royal falconer? Or yeah, like the yeah, royal turkener? <laughs> <laughs> what 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 like what? Why is the bird part of the procession? <laughs> well, maybe the bird is, is maybe the bird outranks the guy. Like like the guy is just there for the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the royal That's bird true. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think they're sitting there like? God, why do we have to hang on to these stupid traditions? <laughs> <laughs> I can you know? fly. Why do I have to have this guy attached to my feet all the time? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, if you look at the if you look at the hood ornament of the Rolls Royce, it looks like a bird with a little hat, like the bird of prey, too. Hmm. Oh, well, what, how do you know that's a bird of prey and not a bird of peace? <laughs> yeah, a black dove. I think I think yeah. Henry killed all of those in on the beach. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. The entire flock of seagulls. <laughs> and for a like a kind of a royal retinue here, these two soldiers look really kind of not well kempt. Like the, they've got like no sh- undershirt on. They've just got their jacket buttoned over a bare yeah. chest. And it, they range oh, from yeah. kind of scruffy to like really buttoned down. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, it's weird. There's even a huge difference in uh, like Fez heights and girths. <laughs> and like the Sultan doesn't even have the tallest one. He's got kind of like a squat by comparison fez, and everybody else has got like these very tall, almost almost ridiculous fezes. It's weird. Wow, yeah, they're they're you pretty know, you're high right. up there. All fez no falcon. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I, I was wondering, is your highness uh normally rude and dismissive, or is he just disgusted with Donovan's paltry bribe and the unkempt uh soldiers maybe i think he's pretty much dazzled by that rolls royce i think i think i think when they, when they pulled up he was watching from his bedroom window brushing his teeth and he saw them <laughs> pulling i was like all right i know how this mm-hmm. is gonna go mm-hmm. yeah yeah <laughs> what what's interesting is that uh do, do we always portray the your highnesses in these indiana jones movies as bored boars who just mm. yawn at their visitors there's a lot it of it. Reminds me, yeah, yeah, it reminds me a little bit of, uh, you know, the uh, Temple of Doom. Yeah, right. the Remember Maharaja. The, uh, uh-huh. Yeah, the Maharaja. He just like you know the visitors show up, and he just you know he just can't be bothered. He doesn't care at all. Yeah, although both times it is kind of giant outside powers coming in trying to dictate things. Yeah, I think mm, that's more that's what they're true. reacting to is the kind of like oh great the yeah. fancy you know like Westerner just coming in and being all. Um, being all 
you know. <laughs> Western, Western, uh, colonial, you know, whatever they're, you know, with their yeah. attitudes of that they're, yeah. they're so much better and they look, you know. So I'm sure yeah. it's, it's a little bit of a, a kind of like, all right, well, you know, I don't care about you. It's a little bit of a, a little bit for show and a little bit kind of genuine that he's not mm-hmm. that, you know, he's not that interested uh-huh. in the trappings of, of, you know, what this guy's, what Donovan is offering for the most part, he doesn't care about. But a fine piece of, of engineering like a Rolls Royce, he's, this he yeah. cares about. Do you think maybe he doesn't even care about it that much and he's just sticking it to Donovan? Well, all of his facts about oh. the car are wrong. Everything he says about the car is wrong. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Donovan wouldn't even know, probably. Well, I, I, think, I think Donovan had an advanced scout because it seems like when he says the keys are in the ignition, Your Highness, like it seems like they were expecting this. Hmm. Like it's almost like they know, well, oh, this really? guy loves Rolls Royces. Let's just have this in, in reserve. Hmm. That, actually, that line makes me really anxious because... I th- it sounds like he means it 100% literally, like I'm, I'm never getting in this car again. And I just feel like he has to have left something in there, like a glove <laughs> or a magazine or his keys. It's like returning your rental car at the airport. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you don't, you give a, just give it a once over, just please, before you even, just one last look under the beds and stuff, like in a hotel. Yeah, but see, I think that uh, that actually shows how grail-hungry Donovan is. He's like, mm-hmm. nope, nope, nope. I don't even need to give it a once-over. I have no idea what I've left in the trunk, but whatever it is, <laughs> it's, it's not the holy grail. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. But see, I, like, why, why would they be driving a Rolls-Royce? Why would all these high-ranking Nazis be driving a British car other mm. than that they know that the, 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 the Sultan likes this stuff? But oh, did they? Dr- then I was wondering, did they drive it all the way from Austria to get? Like, what did they have this crazy car <laughs> ride and they pick up Marcus and they? <laughs> well, see, isn't that the car that he left the castle in, or no? We only see the interior. Oh, that's a good right? question. Huh. That's true. That had a top on, but it, maybe they just yeah. took yeah. the top down. I don't know. Oh, maybe the uh, English car is part of Donovan's uh, cover. That you know, not outwardly being a crazy Nazi, right? Like, but you know, now he's revealed himself. But before then, he was kind of tooling around the country, not wanting to be seen as a Nazi, right? In a car with a big Nazi emblem on the side. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's remove it. He's got the James Bond kind of button where it flips. Yeah. You know, it's got the you know Union Jack, or it's got yeah, it turns into a peace Nazi symbol birds. if he hits the button. <laughs> right. He's you know he's he's oddly lazy. With the whole trunk of junk. He is, yeah. Just yeah, very, it's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. weirdly lazy. I got junk in my trunk. I got junk in Junk in the trunk and the keys are in the ignition, if you know what I mean. <laughs> you know, what does this scene say? Like, is it comical? Or is it, again, is, is it like another one of those fake outs? Like, you know... Even this remote republic, you can get car and driver. Like, you know, what? what <laughs> yeah, it, right. like, is this show us that, like, you know, the Nazis are just terrible at diplomacy? Or is this a comment on, you know, the 70s and 80s Middle East, like the sultans and such? They, they really covet, you know, material goods from the West. Because mm-hmm. this came out in 1989. Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering, is it really more of a reflection on sort of how... I guess Westerners viewed the opulence uh, in the Middle East back in the 80s. Right. Mm. 
That was a, I remember that was a big thing. Like all the Saudi princes had Rolls Royces. Like that was Ex- kind No, of exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, thank you. I'm not, I'm not totally naked here. It's stupid. <laughs> Look at Jerry. Right? Isn't that what you kind of. Like they all were really into like Dallas and stuff. Right. They were, they were, that, that was, yeah. for real, that was a big thing. Like any, like friends that I have who grew up, you know, kind of in the Middle East, they're just like, yeah, like Dallas uh-huh. was huge. Everybody loved it. So well, well I, listen, I gotta, I gotta be clear. I don't think there's any corner of the world that Dallas wasn't huge. Right. No, it was massive. <laughs> was Even I got, I was in, I was a little kid and I got to stay up late and see JR get shot. Oh, wow. It was awesome. Well, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I, I know you, you understand this, Pete. You and I both loved the opening theme song to Dallas. Yeah, I always got to stay up and watch the opening theme song. Oh, and nice. They, like, they'd show Texas Stadium, like, oh, yeah, this is cool. And then as soon as the song was over, I'd go to bed. <laughs> yeah. We played well, that, that in the uh, grade school band for, like, three years mm-hmm. straight. It was all just eighth note. I was, I was playing drums. It was just all eighth note. <laughs> <laughs> It's just not eighth notes. Those, those aren't eighth notes. That's why I didn't continue with the drums. Tommy, we got to tell you something. You're out of here, and here's why. You were presenting like Dallas, a jazz odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are those seriously not eighth? What are they there? Are they sixteenth notes or something? Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you're going dot da da da. It's like one and you know da 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 da. I mean, it depends on. I'm not convinced those are eighth notes. Depends on how fast everybody <laughs> yeah. else is going. Uh, it depends on how you write it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. We can pass it. All right. <laughs> well, so we get, the Sultan says you shall have camels, horses, an armed escort, provisions, desert vehicles, and tanks. And Donovan says, mm. you're welcome. And my note just says, I wonder how far over to the red Tom and Jerry are going to become enraged with this you're welcome. <laughs> No, you know what? I'm actually fascinated by this. You're welcome mm-hmm. because huh. I've seen this movie, I don't know, dozens of times, and uh-huh. it is not until I was about 47 years old that I got <laughs> that joke. That I got that he was. He said tanks, and he said you're <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, I always thought it was like, boy, the Sultan's given us all this stuff. He's really into this idea, this this deal. You know? okay, okay, you're welcome. All right, thanks for all the stuff. That's great. <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't get that till just now. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and yesterday I turned 46. Hey. <laughs> Happy birthday. So wait a minute, I had, I had no idea. That That's hysterical. Yeah. He thought I was going to be far in the red on the tanks. I mean, that is kind of... We're just far in the stupid. <laughs> yeah, just far in the stupid. Well, see, this, kind of, this makes me think that if you guys had watched this when you were younger, you would have loved all the jokes in this. Yeah. I don't know. I was, I was, I was, yeah, I was, yeah, come on. Some of them, sure. I was just kind of sitting there. He was, he was going, you know, in tanks. He was going, you're welcome. I was thinking he was just sort of, it was almost just like a, this is going like great. Like a passing, yeah, this is going great. Yeah, you're welcome. That's Donovan's, and I am his. (laughs) Yeah, that is Donovan's, and I'm his. It's hilarious. Well, you know, I, I wondered, do you, do you think uh, your highness is compromising on the color? <laughs> he's like, and I even like the color. Do you well, think what's he going to like, do? Right. Well, he could, you know, look, Send when you special orders things. Yeah, when you spe- <laughs> but but I mean, like, you know, if you're going to get a, a Rolls Royce, that they're all customized, right? I mean, definitely could yeah. wait. You probably have to wait like a year and a half or something like that. He says, and I even like the color. I'm like, huh. 
And even like the Nazi insignias. <laughs> yeah. He's going to drive it around like when, when they pay, when companies pay people to put that big sticker on their car. <laughs> right. Like yeah. goldenpalace.com. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have something to admit here. This is, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad podcaster and I'm admitting this. I know that I asked this last episode, but I was really, really tired. It was very late at night and I don't remember what the answer was Plus, then. I wasn't here. So. I, I, you weren't here. Okay, so I'll just ask you, yeah. and I'll act like like I know the answer, but I'm just testing. I'm, I'm, I'm taking your temperature on this. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I like this scene a lot. I have nothing against this scene. I'm a friend of fun. I enjoy whimsy. <laughs> I like this. I do, but like, you, you, this is a fair question. Why is this scene in the movie? Um, to wait, which Pete is that? Oh, Pete the retailer. Yeah. That's right. We need I, that I th- Pete to answer. Because I think I don't Pete trust was this here. Other Pete. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it, it ostensibly it, it, it kind of lets you know where all of a sudden they get their supplies from. I mean, not that uh, anybody ever accused the the you know German army of of not kind of having enough <laughs> machi- machines of war, but um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It also kind of uh, a little bit of like a transition, I guess. Right. So you're not just kind of going mm-hmm. from one to the other, maybe, and giving. Uh, also, maybe it is uh, intentionally kind of uh, showing Donovan as a little bit more of a jerk than uh, not just a neutral player. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I feel like Spielberg might have might have leaned into that a little bit. Right. Yeah, th- I mean, there are a lot of little bits that come out of the scene. Yeah, like that, and like at the end of the scene, you know, Elsa tells him, "Hey, we got to get moving and stuff." And yeah, it kind of yeah, exactly. It explains why they have all these crazy tanks and stuff. Although, yeah, I would never in a million years be like, "Where do the Nazis get all those tanks?" <laughs> But I also think it's kind of a huge reveal that Kazim Kazim is standing here. Oh, sure, that's right. actually like, huge. Spying. No, nope. yeah, I don't. You know, I I I'm with you. I don't understand this scene at all, and there, I don't understand a lot about this scene. And it's a scene that I like mm-hmm. too. But I how 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 is Kazim there? How did he get there? Like, oh, he has you his know. Ways. <laughs> Honestly, what the hell does Chasm's resume look like where you can deplane <laughs> in the Republic of Hattay and get a job in your highness's courtyard? Yeah. Well, is the Brotherhood of the Cruciform Sword based in Hattay? Like, maybe this is just, this is where they're based, and maybe all these guys wearing fezes are part of the Brotherhood. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. I wonder. I, I, of course, I wondered that. And then, and then you feel stupid. You're like, so every time I see a fez <laughs> <laughs> and a mustache, you know what I mean? Or maybe uh, Kazim doesn't normally wear a fez, and like, there's so many people around Europe wearing fezes that he's just like, well, they'll, they'll just see the fez. Like, right. this is the perfect cover. He's, like, I'm yeah. just blending in wherever I go. Yeah. These guys are all wearing fezes. I'll keep my fez on. <laughs> I'm a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Um, before we let uh, Alexi Sale disappear, we got to talk about Alexi Sale because we love him. Well, yeah, that, that was my next reason for why this scene exists is because, like, whenever you get a reason, <laughs> you need to watch Alexi Sale for a while. You, whenever you need an excuse, like, you don't need an excuse to uh, to have Alexi Sale show up in the like, kind of mild brown face for some reason, um, right? Because he he made a habit of that. He, I I didn't even realize, like, looking up his credits around this, like, he just. I don't know if it was because of this or whatever, but people for a while he was just like, uh, oh, he's the Sultan or something. You know, he was like, he was in, uh, <laughs> he played somebody named Ahmed in Carry On Columbus and Backpack oh, in wow. Arabian Nights, and he was just like, okay, he's just gonna ride out this uh, kind of I'm I'm an Arab <laughs> thing for a while, even though he's not at all. He's just like a uh-huh. like a British uh, 
you know, was born in Liverpool to, uh, I think, just kind of like Eastern European Jew family, basically. Mm. Yeah. It's like Admiral Ozzel playing, playing uh, Hitler and Nazis all the time. Right. Yeah. Apparently. Once you do it once, <laughs> then they're like, oh, get the Hitler guy. <laughs> right. Yeah, give me that Hitler guy. He's yeah, like, I the, played Hamlet. Give me the Sultan guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hitler, where's Hamlet? <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I want to, I, well, I'm so glad that you guys brought me on for the Alexi Sale, uh, at least some of the Alexi Sale bits, because that's, uh, I can't remember if I knew of him when I first saw this. But like right around the same time, like when I was like a, a teenager, uh, like I, I've mentioned before somewhere that basically like Alexi Sale is my Alexi Sale stuff specifically. Like Alexi Sale is my Monty Python. Like all oh, the sure. other yeah cool kids, like they have, they were all like memorizing Monty Python bits. But for some reason, like maybe it's because I, I I was watching Channel Twenty One instead of Channel Thirteen or something. Like I got <laughs> I got like the RC Cola of that, and and my uh, I I just watched the hell out of Alexi Sales stuff, and and I never I don't think I saw yeah. any Monty Python's Flying Circus episodes until like college or something. But I was like, I was like, oh, no, wow. come on, you know, don't doesn't everybody know about uh, uh you know. <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? Yeah, <laughs> was it was 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 RC Cola worse? Oh, well, I I have strong associations. Just of tasting it. W- with it, yeah. With the with like like RC Cola in a in a wax paper cup at a Mets game is like the you know, pure <laughs> kind of childhood <laughs> memory. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so in a way, it's it's uh, although it was sort of deemed cheaper or an an off brand, you don't you didn't view it that way. Your palate uh, likes it. Yeah, For, through like childhood memories, just like Alexi Sale. I can I can see like you know if I go back and watch it, these criticism. You know, people are just like, well, he's just doing kind of like Monty Python kind of stuff, except not as good. I was like, no, but this, I love this. Like, this is my wax paper cup of RC Cola. <laughs> no, so did you discover him through the Young Ones? Was that your first? No, uh... I didn't see the Young Ones until later. Oh wow! Too, I I literally was just whatever public television station. I think it was Channel Twenty One. Was was. Uh, which is one night I just happened to be flipping around, you know, as as you do when you're a mm-hmm. teenager and you've got sure. nothing to do. You either sniff some glue or you watch public television. <laughs> or both. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just happened upon it once. And I was like, this is hilarious. And I, like, so I made an effort to catch it. It was never on kind of like the same schedule. So I would just kind of like mm-hmm. randomly... Like I had a VHS tape ready to go. Anytime it was on, I'd be like, "Okay, record." <laughs> and then, awesome. like, every once in a while, would meet somebody else who had seen it. And we just had this moment of like, "Ah, like, you know, ah, look out! Here come the lobster man!" And like, ah. <laughs> um, that's awesome. But yeah, so I I, I want to heartily recommend uh, Alexi Sales stuff. Um, although it might you might need to view it with a historical lens now because it's like you know. It's kind of like Monty Python, except maybe not as good sometimes. And then also, like, a lot of the jokes are about, you know, 80s politics. So there's a lot of jokes about Thatcher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny, because I think I only know him from this and from The Young Ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just yeah, looked it up. Too. The Young Ones started showing on MTV in 1985. So I guess I would have known him before this came out. Yeah, I didn't um, I didn't have... My grandparents had MTV, but I didn't, I didn't have cable. So I... When I went over there, I'd watch a lot of it. Wow! But I never caught How me. crazy! Wait a minute! How crazy that your grandparents had MTV? <laughs> just MTV. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How yeah. did that work? I don't have cable. Just MTV. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like my grandparents had penthouse. <laughs> MTV and penthouse. Right. Exactly yeah. the same thing. Well, I remember when we came out, it was like, you know, it was, it was kind of like a little bit in my household, there was kind of a frown when MTV was on, which was on nonstop. Oh, yeah. Because mm. I, yeah, I had two older sisters and. Well, you couldn't believe you know, your eyes started. when it first came out. You're like, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, you couldn't believe incredible. your eyes, and so it's kind of like, you need to turn that off. Like that's it, it didn't get too hard or whatever, yeah. but it was like, come on, turn that off. Turn How many that times off. can that's you watch silly. Union of the Snake in one afternoon? <laughs> it's every half hour. It's like, <laughs> no, go outside. Exactly. <laughs> I got to say though, as a as a teenager, like 120 minutes was my lifeline. Like that was. Oh yeah. That was great TV. I mean, I had yeah. similarly, I was 120 minutes adjacent. You know, I went from Headbangers Ball into uh, like Alternative <laughs> oh, Nation sure. or whatever. So I kind of skipped that over. Mm-hmm. But a lot of my friends were 120 minutes, definitely. Um, mm. God, I loved Headbangers Ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, do it, Tommy. Do it. No, 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 no. And then they had the other one that was Doesn't the guy just like completely get it in the nuts on a bike or something? Yeah, he does. He falls off a bike. He's on a bike and he falls off a roof. And they do it slow motion while they're playing. Something they punctuate it too with like a <laughs> God, I love my bangers ball. What a treat to have you on, Pete. Yeah, we love Indiana Jones. Yeah, Indiana no. Jones. One funny thing about it, he was like there was a he had like a running thing on the young ones where he would show up as I I, I have like such a VHS memory of the show that I don't remember if he was on like a, a hundred times or just once. And I'm remembering that one episode. No, he was on. But, uh, I think every episode, he, or or close to it, he was on a bunch, other, yeah, or something like that. But. But he had to think, like, Neil was going to go become a cop, and, like, this guy who was dressed up as Mussolini was, you know, Alexi Sale was, like, the, you know, recruitment guy. And then he does, like, a little bit afterwards, like, a little stand-up thing about everybody thinking that he's Mussolini. And so I was thinking, like, when this movie was coming out, and all the nerds reading Starlog and, like, getting ready for the movie and finding out stuff, you know, pre-internet age, like, you know, oh, my gosh, Alexi Sale's going to be in it? And it's, like, 1938-something? Like, is he going to be playing Mussolini? That'd be incredible. Is Indiana Jones going to meet Mussolini? <laughs> be but careful what you wish for. I know, exactly. Have you, this is totally way far afield. Was... I, I'm taking this. I'm sorry, uh, on another tangent. But uh, you guys familiar with the... the um, although it's kind of related, because there's Nazis and stuff. Uh, the SNL sketch <laughs> Time Boxer? <laughs> no it was no i want to be it was in the weird the 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 second weird changeover season so the one that had chris elliott and and uh gene graffalo and and uh oh wow um who the like mike michael mckeon uh like all those oh guys. yeah so, that was super weird but there was still like holdovers from like robert downey jr right no, no that's the first weird changeover season oh that was the first weird one okay uh this one, like, so there were still, like, holdovers from, like, kind of the late 80s, you know, the, the peak uh, of, of, you know, the, the kind of classic uh, revamp uh, renaissance era. Um, so you have, all right, so Time Boxer, <laughs> George Foreman was the guest. And so they did a boxing <laughs> sketch, and he was Time Boxer, who was, like, a boxer who would travel through time. And he goes back to, like, World <laughs> War II, and you have... Uh, Chris Farley playing Mussolini doing the announcing and George Foreman as George Foreman boxes Mike Myers playing Hitler 
Um, oh my god! And I'm trying to. There's other like weird casting issues. I, it, it's it's bizarre and wonderful, issues. and it's just like and there's a little like catchy kind of like time boxer like theme song because it's like a it's like a like a that's awesome TV you know like a 60s sitcom almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a really weird. I, I need to watch it again because it's fading in my mind. But it's that uh, yeah. So George Foreman oh. and Hole, where that that was the musical guest. I clearly remember that, <laughs> that double billing. Wow, wow. Yeah. Anyway, nice. Sorry to take you on another tangent. That should be a. Uh, well, no, that should be Indiana Jones Five. You know, it's, you it's it's the seventies. Something trippy happens. He goes back in time. He starts you know just just beating up all the like he should have killed Hitler in this movie, but he didn't quite get the chance. You know, he's face to face with them. So like, he gets he, he writes all these wrongs by going back in time, and. Uh, boxing right people, I guess. <laughs> Villains? Yeah. well if we're, I, to bring it back to the minute i think if we're going to honor great comedic sketches um i do like that when donovan's walking along this portico he passes a tapestry and it seems like he tips his hat and i like to think he's honoring the fallen butler <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow that's probably it <laughs> oh yeah i see i see it that's probably you know what is interesting is in this minute you know we we actually figure out that the uh the holy grail is has a price it's it's the price of a car yeah hmm. like well, that's really a really nice yeah car. we discover it's worth yeah a really 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 nice car a yeah. really nice fake car you know that's uh yeah. got nazi stuff on it does the sultan already know about it because it seems like the nazis are putting all their cards on the table here like they're saying oh we're gonna go get the holy grail and get eternal life it, yeah. like it seems kind of odd that he would just say sure unless he already knows about it and maybe he drink like he goes and has dinner there once in a while well i think he just <laughs> thinks it's like a it's 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 all a bunch of hokum yeah. Yeah, right. he probably doesn't believe yeah. it. Yeah, he's all. like, sure. That's like, yeah. you know, if if yeah. you were, if somebody was to be like, hey, I'm going to give you this, you know, super fancy car, if you can, you know, lend me the tools to get to, you know, the the this holy item of, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of a a comparable, you know, if if, if somebody who's like, hey, I need I need to, I'll give you a super fancy car. I need all the materials because I'm going on a trip to find Zenu, you know. You'd be like, right, whatever, <laughs> right. dude. Yeah, I'll take <laughs> right, that car. Right, right. I have a tank. Like, oh, whatever. Because um, yeah, I don't, you know. But then, then they went and they found it, and and you know, Zenu. They saved his dad with Zenu. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's Indy Five. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, Pete, I will say you guys do a much better job on Star Wars Minute than you do on this show of, of cataloging everybody's outfits. But I would like to just oh, point yeah. out that this is a pretty cool outfit that Elsa's wearing here. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I had that That's in. Really cool. I think I had that for for a late. If provided you invite me back, I had that written at some point for a later minute. <laughs> I was like, I'm 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 here for that. It's I like the Elsa in hat and goggles. Oh no, wait, not even that <laughs> oh, yet. Yeah. We're inside still, right? Yeah. This yeah. is the one she comes down the stairs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like Mildred Pierce with a hat or something with like kind of yeah pinafore like things on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. sorry, I jumped ahead. It's kind of like Rose in uh, Titanic. You guys should definitely be keeping track of of Elsa outfits. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many. Yeah. We spent a lot of time on her robe when she right. was, uh, quote unquote, surprised in the bathroom and stuff. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. You know what's bothering <laughs> me about this outfit, and uh, this might be me here, but uh, yeah, it's very blue and white, black. Like, but but I don't. The hat is bothering me. 
Hmm, really? Hat, like, maybe I'd feel better if the hat was blue. And yeah, I dig it. I dig it. They're in the desert. You shouldn't wear a dark colored hat. But I don't. It's it's like it. I don't. It doesn't seem to match her outfit. Well, it looks like it's maybe blue well, like, underneath. Like the brim, the underside of the brim mm-hmm. is blue. Which mm-hmm. is, that's a nice yeah. touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it does. Yeah. I guess it has a blue ribbon. Yeah. You're saying the the hat could be white though. Like you'd like it better if it was white. To well, match if the, the hat, the if the hat was, yeah, I, the, if the hat was white, that might be one of those occasions where it's too matchy, matchy. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I don't know. I'm not I don't sure. know how to do this. I'm out of my league. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you know, are. if you look at everybody else, like you know, Marcus and Donovan have these kind of straw hats, and that's just kind of the mm-hmm. that's a that's mm-hmm. an acceptable yeah. kind of you know accessory level. Like she's she's just following the fashion of the time with the hat. I think that's just what they're. It's what they're selling at the gates of Hattay. <laughs> <Right. laughs> everybody has those straw hats. Right. It's fair enough. And Jerry, you've been yeah. Well, you've been so into like talking about the colors she's wearing, and it's interesting because she get, she becomes more and more monochromatic. It seems like as the movie goes on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty. Now she's yeah. But Do- Donovan, black and white. Yeah. Uh-huh. Donovan's really, really. Uh, you know, he monochromatic, and that he's just well, like dichromatic. He's like bluish gray and white and i don't mm-hmm. like it at all like dude mix it up you're blending in there's no accent piece there's nothing <laughs> he sort of stands out from the guys around him though like the germans are all in their their khaki you know kind of olive stuff he kind of stands out from that yeah, but you know what it is look at his tie like he's got now, a now gray got suit a and great pants <laughs> and then he's got like he's and then the tie is the exact same color oh uh, yeah but if you go to a country where every single person's wearing a gorgeous bright red fez, like he's going to really yeah. stand out. Oh my God, this guy really stands out. He's just wearing gray. Maybe he looks, uh, yeah, maybe he's trying to be deferential, you know? He's trying to be like good fellas uh, where the tie matches the suit. <laughs> God, Marcus looks drunk. Well, yeah. yeah. Marcus is having a hard time. I'm he's looking at him right now. What is up with his hair? <laughs> really, it's really long. His hair's long and kind of wilted. Mm. I yeah, think just, I think a lot of guys did that. They just, their hair was actually long, but they yeah. combed it in such a way that it was, yeah. you know, just flat on yeah. the head. And I mean, I think he's tidy. he's just sad what they've done with them. <laughs> yeah, he read the rest <laughs> like of the script. T- he's like, oh yeah. my god, <laughs> his hair just started wilting. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks like Ray Milland in Lost Weekend now. The Lost Weekend. He's kind of like getting more and more disheveled. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out, I, I looked up, a, a, like, looking back at Elsa's outfit again, I was looking at a, a chart of uh, those nautical alphabet flags, trying to figure out if blue with a, yeah, with I a stripe that too. through it, does that mean <laughs> oh, anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she she's got those kind of squares that look like they could be. Yeah. It's not really, I think, I mean, blue with a white stripe through it is J, but that doesn't, they're, it's not diagonal usually. So, yeah, it uh, looks like a cross between that and the diving one. Right, yeah. Diver down, dude. <laughs> Sorry. So I, I, I can't find a hidden meaning there, but it would be interesting if that was like... They totally should have, because S is... Uh, it's similar, right? S is a... Uh, it's a white square oh, yeah. with a blue dot in the middle. So if they had just made those white squares with blue dots, mm-hmm. she, it could have been SS. could have oh. been a secret message. It could have been like... Perfect oh, for yeah. nerds like us to yeah. be like, look, and it says SS, and she's a Nazi. <laughs> be sure to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> she's talking to me. <laughs> a crummy commercial. Um, well, yeah, we should ask you, Pete. Like, what do you, uh, 
we've we've exhausted this topic for ourselves. But what do you think of Elsa in, in the in the pantheon of 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 indie women? Um, How does she rank? I with like you? her. I do. I I I put her. Okay. Well, it's wait. There's a, it's a narrow field, but I I think I would put her second. True. Um, because it's Marion is obviously you know number one. Um, but, but yeah. uh, yeah, I I I definitely like her more than Willie Scott. So, and I can't remember. There's, yeah. there's nobody else. There's no like secret other people in like. Does what's her name from from? I can't even, never mind the character's name. I can't think of the movie's <laughs> name. I was one. like, yeah, what's her name from the other one? Does she count? And if, obviously, if I can't even think of Indian it, then the probably thing. not. <laughs> yeah, the answer is no. Although I, I, I must say, jumping ahead, I I don't have the same kind of negative. Maybe it's just because I was less invested. I remember walking out of that uh, Crystal mm-hmm. Skull and being like, hey, it's okay. like, not like I hated it, not angry. I was just kind of like, eh, yeah. 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 That was all right, fine. But yeah. uh, I, I haven't gone back to. <laughs> I'll be very curious to revisit it, yeah. that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I was shocked. I watched it recently, and I, I disliked it much less than mm. I remembered disliking it. Mm. And I wonder how much we'll of it is that. people are jumping onto the bandwagon of how much they dislike it because I don't think it's a terrible movie. Like it's got some terrible right. parts, mm-hmm. but it's I, overall it's I, I don't think it's nearly as bad as it's portrayed to be, or as I, at least I, as I remember it to be. All right. Um, I, yeah. It was, Sounds like a challenge. I mean to take okay. you again on another. This is sub, I just like to go on other people's shows and wreck their format. Take them all on different tangents and <laughs> thank you. And start talking about other stuff. <laughs> You're playing the long con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would I would put Elsa second. That's funny because I don't even think of we've all the talking we've done about her. I don't think we've ever tried to rank her against the other uh, the other characters, the other uh-huh. the other indie women. I th- maybe she's my second favorite too. Maybe. Yeah. Kate Capshaw got very charming to me, but I still didn't like Willie. Right. Yeah. But I'm really right. I, there's something sad about Elsa because she didn't become like no one. No one really thinks about her much, as you know. She 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 she's sort of the second fiddle to to Henry Jones in a way. And uh, there, there's a there's, there's an a, underdog. There's, I, I sadness would say there. there's no one in this movie is memorable except for Indy and his dad. And when any anytime people think of this movie, that's pretty much all that they're thinking about. Not even Chasm, <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, there's a, there's like, there's there's a Grail Knight at the end." Oh yeah, right? that guy. Yeah, sure. Everybody, everybody <laughs> like knows. Probably, everybody knows the Grail Knight. Everybody knows the stamp guy. Yeah, I think guy. of the stamp guy in the library. <laughs> I think of. Uh... Yeah, but uh, but yeah, yeah. You, oh, you mean you mean the main characters, right? <laughs> the main characters, the stamp guy, yeah. <laughs> the Grail Knight. Yeah. Like, no, you're right, and it, that that goes to show you. Like, who's the bad guy? You're like, I don't know. Like, I think some like a wet sock. <laughs> Wasn't that the one where they were fighting a wet sock? Yeah. <laughs> they had to wrestle accent. the grail away. <laughs> yeah, from a wet sock. It's just there's no there's there's we there's no belloc there's no tote there's no I mean we, we I mean we've talked about this a lot but there's there's nothing to really sink your teeth into in terms of and and again, Indy and his dad are fantastic and maybe I don't know maybe well, think, too good. I think Donovan is really. Mm good because he's he's playing that kind of you know am i really a jerk because he starts out as a colleague you know basically like and then is mm-hmm. you know he walks mm-hmm. that yeah. line he doesn't have a like a, a a wide swing like you know he doesn't go you know arch with it but he's uh 
I think he's good in that in that regard, playing that kind of questionable, that like Destro esque of like, wait a minute, you're kind of a bad guy, but you're only really <laughs> in it for kind of you know you're not bad because you're evil so much. I don't think, but you do some bad things. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not defending obviously the Nazi characters here. I'm just saying he's got an interesting he's got interesting character. <laughs> oh, read you loud and clear. <laughs> well, I think you, you know what I I, I I think like I don't I sure as hell don't want Donovan to have a tagline. <laughs> but but I wouldn't mind a little subtle signature or something. Yeah, you know, I just backed up my, my explanation huh. in my head and realized that what I was describing was uh, something that was Belloc, but Belloc did it much better. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, well, yeah. Right. So no no yeah. offense to general viewers, but he's basically a poor man's Belloc. <laughs> no, and we, I, but you know, we get to know a little bit more about Belloc through his, you know, his, his, con- like his conversations with Marion yeah. and the dinner and his, even his conversations with uh, Dietrich and, you know, e- even his distaste for the Nazis. I mean, you know, I, it, you get to know a little bit more about him. Donovan's a little mm-hmm. milk toasty. Hmm. I so like okay, I mean, he's supposed to be like he's a, like a, a like a um, kind of like a smooth criminal, rich. <laughs> yeah, a smooth. Yeah, <laughs> a, a copper magnet, like a smooth yeah. copper magnet. <laughs> I don't know. That's I and we we talk about it. Just Elsa kind of evaporates too. Yeah. A little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm on her side. I like her. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it all kind of wa- it washes a little bit, and everything. Everybody just being ends up being a little bit okay. <laughs> They're not like mm-hmm. like it could use another pass <laughs> yeah. of like a little punch up or something, some character moments to make mm-hmm. them a little more, um, a little deeper. I'd like to. You know, I'd like to get to know these people. I'm not. I'm not uh, turned off by them. Yeah. I'm not upset by them. They're they're not horrible characters. It's just like yeah. they're a little yeah. they're a little two dimensional. I would have liked a little bit more. But I guess when you have yeah. Sean Connery being, you know, you have to you have to devote as much as possible to Sean Connery when you have him as as Henry Jones. Yeah, Jr. that's true. Right. That's and fair. you know, uh, I I think a really tough question is, you know, with Indy and uh, you know Harrison Ford, Sean Connery being so strong and like the like I said the you know uh, behind the back impossible full court swish shot, you know, I just. Did 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 the other characters have to suffer in a way? Because there's so much magnetism, are they just eclipsed? Is the rest of the movie eclipsed by how great they are, or could they have done a better job with it? I guess. But in Raiders, you know, you've got so much, you know, magnetism and charisma from both Indy and Marion, but still, Belloc and Tote really yeah. shine. And yeah. yeah, it's true. Yeah. And even and even Sala, Sala's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. He shines. He's he's not in that many scenes, really. Yeah. And then I'm curious, like how these guys are going to match up to Irina Spalko in the next movie because nobody seems to remember her. Who? Who? I have <laughs> yeah, no exactly. clue what you're talking about. <laughs> no clue. I think maybe maybe they're splitting like they're they're what's it called? Uh, watering it down or something. Like if if these two were basically one character. Like if Elsa and Donovan were yeah. just one character that was like kind of the bad guy, and throw in some you know two dimensional Nazi henchmen, but to try to make both of the, mm-hmm. if you're splitting screen time between two people that you're trying to kind of flesh out and have be real people, then that's um, mm-hmm. yeah that maybe that's uh, that's why it suffers. Like if you just had kind of 
uh, maybe Elsa be the Donovan character, you know, have her be this, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hate to hate yeah. to eliminate the uh, journal of years from anything, but uh, if you just kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah, it could be the Butler or something. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. We were floating that a couple of weeks ago. Like, yeah, just like we'd, we'd said the same thing in Temple of Doom, like combine yeah. Chatter Lal and Mala Ram mm-hmm. or yeah. Combine Elsa and Donovan. That would have been really cool. Actually. The difference in Temple of Doom, though, is both Molaram and Chatterlal were great characters. I like. I mean, they weren't always well fleshed out, but we loved them both. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Donovan's less. There's less there to love. There's just. It doesn't feel like there's that much there sometimes. Yeah, you find out that he's evil, and then that's kind of it. That's like his yeah. last contribution to the story, yeah. almost. Eh, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk more about these guys <laughs> next time. Hey, because <laughs> uh, we're all we're all out of done. Uh, we're out of things to talk about, right, Jerry? There's nothing else. To oh, wait a minute! To Speaking show? of contributions, oh my god, I almost <laughs> forgot. <laughs> uh, this just in from Professor Christy Porter. We'll get some overhead lifters and some four barrel quads. Oh yeah, keep talking. Whoa, keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be okay? I that's pretty good that yeah would, <laughs> this would be the perfect place for a musical number it would be yeah. yes 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 i do have to say like i every time every time he's going through the litany of the car like the details of the car i always hear dan Aykroyd in my head from the blues brothers like cop shocks cop brakes cop suspension from <laughs> a year before catalytic converters because it runs normal and regular gas <laughs> Let me, I want to. Okay, I, I, you're on the spot. Can you do it, Tommy? Can oh, you what? do the? Can you do the? You know the 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 song that kicks it the the phrase that kicks it all off. It's grease lightning. Oh really? Wait, really? Wait, you can't I was supposed do to do that. Wait, what <laughs> yeah. are we going to grease now? Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. When did we get to grease? Well, what the hell do you think I was talking? <laughs> well, this car it. is automatic. Oh, okay. It's just, thank you, Pete. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's systematic. It's hyd- hydromatic. <laughs> I'm not a student of Greece. <laughs> I don't know all this stuff. <laughs> I know the name Kinnikini, and that's about it. <laughs> that is. That's Kinnikini who says that. <laughs> all right. He doesn't. I'm sorry, Jerry. Failed you and your Actually, sister. I don't know. And yeah, the yeah, audience. Yeah. Keep t- actually, he says, keep talking, we'll keep talking, I believe. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't even know a car, so I don't even know what this stuff all means. <laughs> right. He, 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 yeah. he said all the details. Oh, I don't either. This is gibberish to me anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, Pete, the retailer, thank you. I'm, with you. I'm here for Greece. <laughs> yes. You got, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're in there. This isn't Greece right. Minute? I'm sorry. I'm in the wrong place. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew. I did know... That they do say a bad word in that song, and every time we had the single, I had the single oh. of Grease Lightning, the 45, and you know I'd have to put it on, and I'm like, you know I'd start dancing. I was like maybe seven or eight years old. I'd put on Grease Lightning and I'd start oh dancing God. in the living room, and I'd be like, everyone picture this. <laughs> in like 20 in 20 seconds, I'm gonna run back to the record player and have to turn the volume down when he says a bad word because my mom's in the kitchen. <laughs> I saw it in the theater once and they cut out that entire number. Really? Maybe because oh really? Of that. Yeah, hmm. or maybe it was just lewd in general. Yeah, they, hmm. they're like. They, they, it's like the first note of the song, and then they're all standing on top of the card, like, let's get to work. Huh. Oh, <laughs> you're like, kidding me. Slice out the entire Grease Lightning number. Yeah. Oh, that- 
How do you, what's so lightning about that? I don't know. I think there's some innuendo in there that you, pick, you didn't pick up on, Jerry. You're so My God, with that, it's like the best that, part of the movie. Word. One of them. Yeah, well, anyway. Two, we'll, well, yeah, no, anyway. This isn't Grief Minute. <laughs> I was no, not, yeah, but yeah, anyway, not yet anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just going to wrap it up. I was going to let everybody go to, go to bed. Um, but yeah, no, thank you, Pete, for joining us for, uh, minute 83. And if you would like, we would like to invite you to come back tomorrow for minute 84. Oh, thank you. Sure. I would love to maybe do talk that. about Greece more. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. We've just decided <laughs> it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and where That's can, uh, plug your many projects? Where, 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 where do the people of the internet find you? Um, well, uh, my main uh, gig, as they say, is uh, Star Wars Minute. That's at StarWarsMinute.com. That's where we go. It's kind of like this, but for Star Wars. Also do a show. Uh, Tom, you might like this one. It's called ABC Devo. Mm. We go through Ooh. all the Devo songs uh, in alphabetical order uh, with some other That sounds exhausting and rewarding. <laughs> uh, yes, and I hope so, in that order. Um but yeah, that's uh, that's of course with you and and our friends uh, John Ingle and Joe Mazel, and then uh, I don't know various other stuff popping up. I'm working on some some good things right now. Um, what can I not? Oh, I I'm, I've been uh, behind the scenes working on a a tech podcast called Here's an Idea um, for oh, wow. uh, for tech briefs, which is a, it's monthly. It's a little kind of magazine style uh, um, tech podcast that I'm uh, oh, very cool producing. So check that out. It's not the the podcast called here's an idea by the cyanide and happiness guys which came out like two weeks after our first episode <laughs> oh yeah we did all our research and we're just like like oh, all right nobody's got a podcast called this here's an idea and then <laughs> as soon as we launch it like two weeks later it's like hey here's our new podcast here's an idea we're like oh nah <laughs> but it's the nerdy looking one with like a blueprint on a napkin not the one with like cartoon people exploding okay the cool one yeah <laughs> awesome um well everyone find pete in his very many awesome places and uh please find us in our places like uh, indianajonesminute.com and uh join us over there and find all our existing episodes you can find links to our patreon page where you can support the show you can find links to our uh, t public show where you're a t public store where you can uh buy some amazing uh shirts uh i want to say lunch boxes but i know that's not a thing wouldn't it be cool if they sold lunch boxes oh yeah they should that'd be beautiful yeah. But they have like coffee cups. Get a coffee why, cup. Why don't they get on pint glasses? Oh, yeah. Actually, we should send them an Man. email. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The soon to be even better tpublic.com. <laughs> uh, so find us in all those places and please come back here tomorrow for minute 84 of Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Thanks. System plug and talk, talk and get all morale. You know what? I ain't bragging. <laughs> Here's where I have to turn it down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>